Hi, it's Pete Norstead here and welcome to another edition of the Trade On Sports and Focused on Football Betting Podcast. And as usual, I'm joined by Jimmy Kempton and I know he's not too well. How are you doing, Jimmy? <laughs> morning, Peter. Morning, yeah. everyone. Yeah, I'm struggling a bit, folks. I'm on the painkillers, though. Uh, and it's not the brandy that I normally take for medicinal purposes. These are pills, Peter. So if I do start slurring my words, <laughs> please stop me. Well, we had a well, it was a strange we uh, little one that was, wasn't it? We we both had well, you had um, Palace. They didn't didn't perform brilliant. I was a bit, little bit disappointed with Newcastle. I thought they they were going to do the business there. Yeah, Nick, Newcastle a bit frustrating. Obviously, Palace, anyone who saw that goal, that game, how that goal that Sacco header was disallowed or shoulder, I do not know. And, and I know full well if that goal had been allowed by VAR, Palace would not have lost that game. But hey-ho, folks, that's the game we love. Yeah, then we had, um, well, Southampton last night for myself, which was a good one, really. I, I was... Yeah, they, they've come on. Yeah, so much, and we, we've talked about how uh, credit must go to the Southampton board for keeping faith in Hassan Hotel. And do you know the way they the way they look at the moment, Pete? There's no reason why he can't move them up next season to almost what Pochettino did for them, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 never know. That they have certainly turned a corner. Right, let's get on with them. Uh, we've got tonight's Chelsea against Norwich. Uh, Chelsea won this fixture 1-0 last time the two teams met at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Chelsea against grade D sides, 1-8, drawn one, lost one, coming off, uh, well, five victories uh, have been by three or more goals, coming off a 3-0 defeat to White Sheffield United, which we did point out was good value for Sheffield United, but we didn't have the hassle selection, funnily We enough. didn't have the bottle, did we? No, no. Norwich away at grade B sides, 1-1, drawn one, lost eight, of which four of the eight were by three or more goals, coming off a 4-0 defeat at home to West Ham, which just taken them down. Chelsea, they've won their last four home matches. They're in some good form, Chelsea, at the moment, and uh, they look as though they're going to get that Champions League place. Uh, Norwich lost eight of the last ten away. Uh, when B played play D, 109 matches, 34 home wins by three matches, 75 um, the away or losing by two. I've got to say, I think there's value in Norwich, but you have to question the motivation. Well, it's incredible value, in my opinion. Um, Norwich plus two and a half. I mean, Chelsea won the first meeting in the sides this season, 3-2. Over the last five and a bit seasons, Chelsea have gone 11-5-1 at home against newly promoted sides. And we know that Lampard's men will want to bounce back after that disappointing loss. I mean, they've got an FA Cup semi-final though, haven't they, Pete? Yes, yes. Chelsea. Yes. So, you kind of wonder what their mindset is going to be going into this game. Yes, they want to win, but are they really want to put their foot to the, to the pedal and run up the score? Norwich have given up. We know that. But often, once a team is finally confirmed as relegated, they, they put in some performances or they play with a bit more freedom. I really want to take Norwich here, plus two and a half, Pete. However, this Norwich team got hammered by West Ham at the weekend. So, unfortunately, I'm staying well away. Uh, Burnley against uh, Wolves next. Burnley won this fixture 2-0 last season. At home to grade B sides, their record reads 1-2, drawn 2, lost 6. They're coming off a one-old draw uh, away at Liverpool. Good result. They're in good, some good form, Burnley. Wolves away at grade C sides, 1-4, drawn 3, lost 3, coming off a 3-0 victory at home to Everton. Good win, that, for Wolves. Burnley, 
Their last six home matches, 1-3, drawn three. So you can see they are quite resilient. Wolves won three of their last four away. We know they're a, a good away side, but I think there's some good value here with Burnley. When grade C sides place grade B sides, it's a little bit mixed, really. 224 matches, 111 times the home side have covered the plus half a goal, 113 the away side minus half a goal. When I say grade B sides, are Wolves a grade B side? Are they, are they you know, one of those top six solid sides? Burnley are good. I think there's some great value here, Burnley. I, 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 it is very good value. That's what worries me. <laughs> You've been saying this a lot, haven't you? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the really good value bets scare you a yeah, little. Yeah. I agree. It's my bet of the week. Um, both teams had an amazing result at the weekend. I mean, that draw for Burnley away at Liverpool. Yes, the title is in the bag for Liverpool. But that side that Jurgen Klopp picked is a very strong team at the weekend. Yet yeah, Burnley still found a way to come from behind to snatch a point. Wolves won that game against Everton comfortably. Um, but yeah, I I don't really understand, Pete, where the pricing for this has come from. I actually think this is half a goal wrong. I think this should be no more than scratch, this line. So, the fact that I think the mm. goal line's wrong by half a goal against one of my favourite teams, yeah. Burnley plus a half, mate. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's scratch at, at, at worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you say, you call Burnley's home record of late winning three, drawing three is resilient. I'd probably almost go to say it's actually very good. Yes, yes. So, but, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and at the end of the day, Pete, looking at the league table, is a point for Wolves in this game the worst possible result? Possibly not. Well, it, it's a difficult one, is it? Wolves will definitely be going for it, though. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, I'll I'll take Sean Dyche's man. Uh, City versus Bournemouth next. City have won all four of the previous meetings at home to Grade D sides. Uh, they've won nine, drawn one, lost not, and they've had uh, seven of these nine victories were by three or more goals. They're coming off a five-nil victory away at Brighton. Bournemouth away at Grade A sides won not, drawn not, lost seven of which five of the seven were by three or more. They came off a very good four-one victory at home to Leicester. City won eight of the last nine home, scoring nineteen. And conceding naught, <laughs> you know that's incredible. Bournemouth lost their last eight, scoring four, conceding twenty. A against D when there's thirty six matches, the home side have won by three or more goals. Twelve games, uh, the away side eighteen times they've covered the handicap. It's a tricky one. This was. I, I, I'm going to leave this. I think there's some slight value Manchester City at minus two and a quarter. But I think this is more maybe they may be looking on Sunday's semi-final against Arsenal. They've qualified for the Champions League, whereas Chelsea haven't. So, yeah, I, I think this could be an interesting one. I, I think City may, will probably win this game and Bournemouth will be in real trouble, but I'm leaving this one alone. Yeah, I mean, it's actually Saturday night, Pete, that um, City-Arsenal game. So yeah. it's, even, it's even a day earlier. So they're playing Wednesday night with a massive cup game on Saturday. Is Pep Guardiola leaving? No, I don't think he is now, is he? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on because I saw some tweets yesterday saying he was going to leave and others saying he wasn't. And that makes me wonder if he is going to leave. This is one of the last opportunities for City to get a big trophy, so there'll be even more focus for Saturday night. I'm really attracted here, Pete, to Bournemouth, plus two and a half. I would want that extra quarter of a goal and I'd buy it up. And that is 
based purely on the situation that Bournemouth face themselves in here. Historically, when Bournemouth go to Man City, you'd think they would probably look to rest players ahead of a massive game at the weekend. They can't afford that at the moment. They need to get something from this. And when I say get something from this, that could be as much as keeping the, the margin of defeat as low as possible because for Bournemouth, goal difference could really come into it. The only problem is, is if City rotate a lot and bring lots of new and fresh players in, that's not often really a disadvantage for City. And these players will be wanting to try and force their way into Pep's thinking for starting line-up for not only the FA Cup game, but for the potential Champions League games moving forward. City have won the last nine meetings of the sides. Seven of those wins have been two by two or more. Each of the last four meetings on this ground, they've won by at least three goals in three of the four. I'm desperate to back Bournemouth. I think it was such a good result for them at the weekend. I just can't do it. Uh, Newcastle Spurs next. Um, Newcastle won one, Spurs won two. At home to grade B sides, Newcastle record read one three, drawn one, lost six. Come off that two one defeat away at Watford. Spurs away at grade C sides, one three, drawn two, lost five. Come off a, a good two one victory at home to Arsenal. Newcastle drawn four of their last five, but they're unbeaten in six at home. Spurs won just one of their last eight away. This this handicap was uh, plus a half. Uh, when C face B, 224 matches, 111 times the home side have covered the handicap, 130 in the away side. This line has now moved to plus three quarters. I think, again, this is really good value, Newcastle. I can't see them, I can't see them losing by two goals. I thought, I thought Spurs were quite fortunate against Arsenal, actually. I thought Arsenal played quite well the game. But I, just can't see, I just can't see Spurs winning this by two. Well, I thought the North London derby was a good game, but it, I think it was played between two pretty average teams at the moment. And as you say, probably Spurs were a little bit fortunate to get the victory. And I opened my thoughts up when I was making my notes here that Spurs have won three of the last four trips to this ground, but they used to be a good side. And it is past tense, used. They're not currently a good side. Newcastle are 6 8 and 3 at home this season, so they've only lost three of 15. Only one of those defeats was by two or more goals, and that was their 3-0 defeat at home to Leicester. So if you've got a full loss in only one of 15 at home over the full duration of the season, and you're welcoming a side, Spurs, who are a, sadly to say, boring, low-scoring team now, I think all the values with Newcastle. I think I'll probably wait until I see the teams, Pete. just want to see... Who's selected? There's a couple of key players on both sides. But, yeah, it's definitely Newcastle or pass. And probably the unders on the two-and-a-half goal line because Spurs are pretty wretched to watch, aren't they? Yeah, you can see where this podcast is going, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's difficult, it's difficult not to get carried away with certain teams. Yeah. But if the bookmakers are going to continually misprice them, yeah. then you're going to yeah. have to probably keep yes. getting involved. Yeah. Arsenal-Liverpool next. Uh, three draws and a Liverpool win the last four uh, matches at the Emirates. At home to grade A sides, Arsenal's record 1-3, oh, sorry, 1-1, one, one, drawn three, lost three, come off a 2-1 defeat away at Spurs. Liverpool away at grade B sides, 1-5, drawn four, lost one, coming off a 1-0 draw at home to Burnley. Arsenal unbeaten in seven, 
uh, home matches. They've won five of them. Liverpool won just one of their last four away. Obviously, they've taken the foot off the gas a little bit. B versus A, 36 matches, 20 times the home side have covered the handicap plus half a goal, 16 the A. My uh, ratings are suggesting value in Liverpool. Who knows what can happen? Arsenal will certainly be looking to uh, Saturday night. Liverpool, they, they, they want to be the, the highest points tally. I, I think... I think the values with Liverpool, it wouldn't surprise me if they win it. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. What I'm thinking of doing for this game, folks, I may not have a bet, but I'll probably have a bet today on it. And what I mean by that is I might back Liverpool today, minus half a goal, and wait to see what this team news is. Because as you quite rightly say, Peter, all of Arsenal's attentions will, or at least should, be focused on that game on Saturday night against Man City at Wembley. I would think Arteta will rotate his team. He may rest some of his key players. I mean, who those key players are is open to debate. But Liverpool drew at home to Burnley at the weekend. And yes, they've won the title. But Jurgen Klopp in the current last couple of seasons, very rarely do they fail to win the game after they've not won. So I think Klopp will really want to to win this game and not let this season peter out. I think we saw um, historically in the last few years, teams who let the season peter out can struggle the next season to pick up their great form of earlier in the previous campaign. So, yeah, I'm going to back Liverpool minus a half today and then see what happens team news-wise. And I may end up getting out of it, Pete, if Arsenal pick up yeah. a relatively strong squad and Liverpool maybe have a couple of the youngsters in but I don't think this line will go to Liverpool minus a quarter. It's got more chance of going to Liverpool minus three quarters. Yeah, I mean, the, the line was priced up late, wasn't it? This was the latest to be priced up. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you if Arsenal pick, I don't know, Holding and some of the other sort of second string defenders and Liverpool go with their front three, yeah. you know, this, line, yeah. this line will move. Everton Villa next. Uh, Everton won this fixture four 0 last time. The two signs better. Goodison a home to great D sides. One six drawn three lost one. Come off a three nil defeat away at Wolves. Villa away at great C sides. One one drawn two lost seven. Coming off a, a, a two nil victory away at home to Palace. Everton unbeaten in ten home matches. Five wins five draws. Villa lost four of their last five away. C against D, 181 matches, 110 times the home side have covered the minus half goal handicap. The away side have covered the handicap 71 times. I think there's some good value here, Everton. But again, this is a game I'm not going to touch. I, you don't know what the, the motivation really is for Everton. I, but I think Everton are a, a reasonable bet here. Yeah, it's funny that, Pete, because in some ways I've got the opposite sort of um, view on this. But my view isn't based statistically, uh, because as you say, Everton in the last 10 home games, fantastic. Mine is more from what I saw at the weekend and the fact that Villa are fighting for their lives and Everton, have they thrown it in? I don't think they have because A, I don't think Ancelotti will let them and B, I think they just came up against a a really solid and well-organised and decent Wolves team. Yeah, and Wolves are pushing, aren't they, for that... Champions yeah, League still. which does make you think if Everton are facing a team with great motivation at the moment, whether they can quite match the intensity. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's a lean to the away team for me in this one. I'm actually the under two and a half goals because I've been quite impressed with the way Villa have defended since they've come back after the break, and especially against the team, shall we say, who have less offensive talent. And I think no matter how well organised Everton are, I think we can all admit that they haven't got huge amounts in that final third. Right, Leicester Sheffield. This is a good game, actually. I think coming up, Leicester Sheffield United. Uh, Leicester at home to Grade C sides. One six draw, not lost four. Coming off a four one defeat away at Bournemouth. Sheffield United away at Grade B sides. One not drawn four, lost one. That's very good, really. Sheffield United away at B sides only lost one of five. Come off a three nil victory at home to Chelsea. Leicester won three of their last nine at home. But tellingly, these three are against West Ham, Aston Villa and Crystal Palace. Sheffield United lost two of the last three away. When Grade B faced Grade C, 225 matches, 145 the home side cover it, 80 the away side cover. No real value in the line, but I don't think I'd be back in Leicester. No, I mean, their record 10-4-2 over the past few seasons at home to newly promoted sides. And interestingly, they did beat Wolves in this spot last season, which I do think is important because Wolves are that non-typical newly promoted side, as I think we can accept Sheffield United are. What interests me here is that Leicester won the first meeting of the sides this season, 1-0. And I do think that Sheffield United present unique problems um, when you come up against them for the first time. Now, if Leicester were managed to do that earlier in the season, then that indicates that they have a good handle on how the Blades play. What in- Again, what interests me is I don't think I've ever seen a team as committed as Sheffield United. And I mean committed in the, in the form of they are committed to defence. They get men behind the ball and defend for their lives. But as soon as they have turnover of possession, Jesus Christ, do they flood forward. They are not scared of throwing men forward. And that's why I really enjoy watching them. I think I'm probably just going to lean to Leicester. And that's basically because they got humiliated at Bournemouth. And I, and I do think they have some pride in that side. They've got some good pros who will not like losing at Bournemouth live in front of the nation. But again, it's not one for me, Pete, this midweek. No. Crystal Palace against Man United next. Uh, <laughs> Palace have won naught, drawn one and lost three. And that says that tells you quite a lot, actually, about Palace's home record in these situations. But they're not the best, really. Um, again, at home to grade B-sides again. one naught, drawn three, lost seven, of which two were by two or more goals, losing against Spiller 2-0 at the weekend. Man United away at grade C-sides, 1-3, drawn three, lost four, of which two of the three victories were again by two or more goals, come off a two or draw at home to Southampton. Palace lost four of the last six home matches. Man United won three, drawn two of their last five away, so they're in some pretty good form. C against B, when it's plus one and a half goals, 224 matches. The home side have covered the handicap 169 times the away 55. 169 against 55. You know what I'm going to say. Very good value Palace. In fact, astonishing value Palace, in my opinion. Again, you know, it worries me when I see this. Yeah, and United have got the FA Cup as well, haven't they, Peter? Yeah, yeah. That, well, that, 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 yes, they will be wanted. Yeah, mind you, the pre- obviously the Champions League. They are well. This is a this is a must win game for United in some respects. It is, and I, I can't back Palace in this spot. I think they were very unlucky 
uh, at the weekend to, to lose that bet for us 2-0 away at Villa. As I said, Sacco scored a goal that was allowed on the pitch, disallowed by VAR. I do not see in the world how it could have been overturned, but it was. They've now lost five straight and looking at their running, there is the potential for them to lose the last eight games of the season. They did win at Old Trafford early in the season, 2-1, but United have won six of the last seven trips on this ground since February 2014. The other game finished a draw. United are good at Sellers Park. Palace are limping into the end of the season. As you say, Pete, United need to win this game. Sadly, folks, I am staying away from this one. I know that will disappoint many, but uh, I can't back Palace again this season, Pete, because I'm a little bit concerned about what's a team like Palace, no disrespect to them, get on a losing run when they've got nothing to play for. I think it's quite difficult to turn the ship around. Southampton, Brighton next. There's been two draws recently. At home to grade D sides, 1-4, drawn four, lost two, come off a two-all draw away at Man United. Brighton away at grade C. This is not bad, actually. 1-2, drawn six, lost two. So they're very resilient. Come off a 5-0 defeat at home to City. Uh, Southampton lost four of their last six home matches. Completely different home to away side scenes. A little bit like Crystal Palace. Brighton unbeaten in five away. That's incredible, really. Good value Southampton, though, I, I, I reckon, on the ratings. Uh, when C face D, minus uh, 110 home wins, 45 draws, 26 away wins. I'd say that there's good value Southampton here, but their home record is not great. Oh, it's terrible, Pete, but I'm on board with you, mate. I'm taking Southampton here as one of my bets of the, the midweek card. They won 2-0 at the Amex earlier in the season. Uh, six meetings over the last few seasons. Brighton haven't won any of them. Southampton just seem to have their number. Uh, they also have momentum on their side in terms of some really good performances. I mean, they drew at Old Trafford last night. They beat Man City recently at home. I think there's actually some really good value with Southampton AP. I know we spoke at the beginning of the podcast about how impressive they've been um, this season, especially since that 9-0 defeat at home to Leicester where it could really have gone wrong and they could be staring down the uh, the barrel of relegation but no, they've turned it round I think it's rare that I back Southampton on home soil especially when they're laying a handicap start but yeah, I'm going to take Southampton minus a quarter Yes, uh, West Ham against uh, Watford uh, finally. The game of the uh, week Yes, uh, <laughs> West Ham are 1-2, Watford are 1-2, at home to grade D sides, West Ham 1-7, drawn 3, lost naught. Now that's against grade D, it, should, should, should Watford be a grade D, should West Ham be a grade C, that, that can be debated. Uh, that West Ham coming off a 4-0 victory at home, away to Norwich. Watford against grade C, away, what, pretty good, 1-4, drawn 4, lost 2, only lost 2, come off a 2-1 uh, victory at home to Newcastle. West Ham mixed home form, 1-3, drawn 2, lost 3. Watford lost their last four away matches, scoring not conceding 8. As with the Southampton-Brighton uh, game, C versus D, 181 matches, 110 home wins, 45 draws, 26 away wins. My rating suggesting slight value West Ham. I think West Ham could win this and stay up. Yeah, what's interesting to me, I mean, I did say it's the uh, game of the week. It's also the final game of the week. So, depending on how the other results go, bearing in mind Bournemouth have got that tough trip and Villa have got 
Crikey, who have Villa got? They're away at Everton, obviously. Yeah. I think if Bournemouth and Villa both lose, you I won't say you'll see a Serie B type <laughs> agreement here, but a point for both of these teams wouldn't be the worst result. So I'm quite attracted to the draw here. Um, there's been four recent meetings of the sides yeah. in East London, two West Ham wins, two Watford wins. Um, each of those games have seen at least two goals. But I think this is going to be a pretty cautious, pretty cagey game. And especially if those results go the Hammers and the Hornets way in midweek, it wouldn't surprise me if this game ended a draw, Pete. No, yeah, it, it, yes, you, it, that's good, good, good thinking there, and, and, and yes, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me either when you when you put it that way. Because it takes right. them both for if Bournemouth lost, say, and Villa lost, or if only Villa got a point, a draw in this game would take them both four points clear of the drop zone. Yeah, right. We'll we'll wrap this up then. Um, I, I, I'm I'm going to go for the three. Oh my, Lord. oh my lord, the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, Burnley at home, Newcastle. Burnley plus a half. I can't believe it. Is that plus a half? Burnley plus a half. Yeah. Newcastle plus three quarters and Crystal Palace plus one and a half. I, <laughs> I, I do agree with you with the Southampton game. Uh, that Southampton offer value. But the only thing I don't like about that, they have to win that game to collect, if that makes any sense. Whereas Crystal Palace could lose by a goal and you're still collecting. Yes, yeah, no, fully. I mean, it's a risk-reward type bet. I don't see Southampton losing the game. No, which I don't. Is rare, which is rare to say, given their own form in recent seasons. But I do like them. I do like the trajectory they're going in. Um, and I think they're good value. So I'm going to take Southampton minus a quarter. And then, as I alluded to, I'm taking Burnley plus a half. I think it's, I think it's astonishing value. Um, whether you want to cover it with a, a little bit on the 1-0 Wolves correct scoreline, I don't know. I can't see there being a deluge of goals at Turf Moor, to be honest, Pete. But, uh, yeah, Burnley plus a half. My bet of the week. Right, well, we will... I, I, well, I can't remember when the next games are now. It's The, the next games are... Well, there is a sort of... It's over the weekend still, isn't it? Despite the FA Cup, we've still got uh, matches. I think, well, it goes through up until Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, doesn't it? Does it? Oh, I thought we were back on to just um, Saturday, Sunday, aren't we? I don't know. Go I, on, I, Peter. I don't know. Well, we'll just... be back whenever we need to be back. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm going to have a look now because this is bugging me. Wait one second. Premier I'll, League. I'll fill in. I'll fill in for yeah. the listeners. What do you think what? about the FA Cup? Oh, I'm not sure. Not sure. We'll speak about that. We'll speak about that on Friday. Right, well, we, we, we've got West Ham Watford Friday. Then on Saturday afternoon, we've got Norwich Burnley. So what we'll do, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a podcast. We'll do a podcast on Saturday morning. Lovely. A week yeah. tomorrow then. Yeah, yeah. And so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes, they go up to Wednesday, from Saturday through to Wednesday, then the final Sunday. Oh, I'll, I'll be glad when the new season starts and I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we'll be back Saturday morning and uh, we shall speak to you later then. Best of luck, everybody.